The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Are you ready for a break? Uh, Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Wednesday, March 9th, 2022, Season 17, Episode number 107. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at The Star. And today we're talking franchise tags. We're talking free agency. We're talking about all the things that go into creating an NFL football team. And the Cowboys are sitting at the cusp of it. Next week it begins in earnest. And uh, we'll we'll talk about all that. We're going to go through the full list of free agents and uh, get everybody's opinions on what they think is going to happen, what they think should happen. Those two things don't always match up. Does it does it begin in earnest? Because we cover the Cowboys. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're good point. I'm just good saying, point, Dave. Good point. I stand it's a, correct. It's a long it's a long month yeah. of of doing deals and signing yeah. guys. Yeah, and 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 by the way. If you're expecting the Cowboys to jump in next week and be signing guys that don't already uh, haven't already worn a star, you probably might want to kind of <laughs> kind of just get get some good perspective. On seeing that a seeing a lot of Bobby Wagner questions, and I'm just like, do you guys follow this team? What are we doing here? It's funny. Right before the show, Nick Nick and I were talking, and I was kind of like, man. <laughs> kind of would like, kind of like to see Bobby Wagner in a cowboy sure, uniform. Sure. That would be real good. But. So is Dan Quinn. He's doing that too. Yeah, I know. He's like, man. Maybe, maybe Dan, maybe Dan can make it happen. We can sit here and complain till our faces turn blue. But if the DC wants him, yeah, maybe, 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 big maybe, <laughs> big maybe. All right, let's uh, let's jump in. I do want to talk first about the franchise tag. Dalton Schultz gets franchised. First of all, you guys, tell, tell me why. Why why did they end up having to franchise them? Because I think there are a lot of people out there, if you listen to sports talk radio, you watch the sports shows, you watch even uh, the fans talking about it on Twitter, I think a lot of people are like, why would the Cowboys use the franchise tag on Dalton Schultz? <laughs> Y'all don't have answers? No, I'm, I got an answer. Okay, well, I, an answer. I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. They, I think they thought that they were over a barrel, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, it's ironic. You asked yeah. me about Blake Jarwin last week, and I think they've known this for a little while. It escaped media attention for a minute. Blake Jarwin is not a guarantee to be ready to play next year. Like, this is a really awful injury that he's going to be dealing with. I don't think they can count on him. I think... I'm not trying to write his career off, but I think he's going to be up against it to like come back and and play football at like a professional level. Yeah, no, wow. this is a big injury. It's a big deal. Um, so you lose him, and the guys behind him are Sean McCune and Ian Bunting, and maybe they bring back Jeremy Sprinkle, but again, that's not something you can count on and tight end has been an important part of this offense stack has a great relationship with dalton schultz call him a safety net call him whatever you want but i think they were like we can't afford to have nothing uh say what you will about whatever they might do with amari cooper but they can find other options there they've got cd lamb they're trying to bring back michael gallup they don't have anything if they don't have dalton schultz and so i think that kind of forced their hand a little bit it's the cheapest option to to get a a quality tight end. I mean, other than really, because you don't know about the the draft, you don't know who you're going to get and when. I mean, Jason Witten was the best tight end the Cowboys have ever had. It took him, you know, for his rookie year, he wasn't much of you know, and he was a pretty good player, but he still was a backup. So my my point is that I, you know, he's probably going to make more than that on the open market. Like I I think he would have made more than more eleven than 11. million. I I'll go. So. As, I'll go as far as to say, yeah, definitely. Thirteen, fourteen was being discussed. Who knows if he gets that? Now the cap number would have been less. Let's be clear. Sure, about sure. That the cap, been cap number's less, and out. the Cowboys yeah. are going to try to do something like that. But um, you know, to try to probably sign him to a, a longer term deal, I would think. I don't think this is a prove it year for him. I mean, I don't think they can carry that eleven million dollar number for that long. So I think they would like to get a different deal. But you know, my only question about Schultz is. Do we know that Dalton Schultz is really a good tight end without the double teams that Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb have commanded on the outside? Do we know that? Because if he's like the main guy, the main focus, I mean, this isn't Travis Kelsey running around that you have to game plan for. I don't believe. 
But yeah, no, I, that's that's going to be the the tricky part. I've seen all the stuff on Twitter, and I don't know if I disagree. Well, he doesn't block well. He doesn't get any, you know, yards after catch. I mean, what does he do? He's just guys that catches the ball and takes advantage of of the scheme. True. Is that worth eleven million? Well, we're going to find out. Well, I think, I think so. And again, well, I think their hand was forced a little bit here. Like I said, yeah. and I think their logic. Not saying I completely agree with it. I think I've said as many times as I can that I think it would be lunacy to cut Amari Cooper. But to Nick's point, I mean, something's got to give at some point. They just added an $11 million charge on top of already being over the salary cap. They did restructure Dak and Zach to create $22 million. They're still over, as far as I know. Because I thought, how much were they over before? They were 17 to 20 over, and you add 11 on top of that. Oh, you're saying, yeah, with the 11 and then the 22, you're still They still have work to do. Yeah. Um, But so what I was going to say, so I I think that would be dumb. I don't think they should cut Amari Cooper. If anything, I think they should restructure him and push some of his money into the future. But I can see a logic in their minds where they're like, well, we we can recreate our receiver core. That is more doable. We can sign Michael Gallup to a team-friendly deal. We've got C.D. Lamb. There's freak receivers in the draft every year. We can find a guy in the top three rounds that can step in and play right away and maybe sign a cheap veteran to go on top of that, kind of like what they did with Alan Hearns or somebody like that. Noah Brown is that? No, Noah Brown is not that. Uh, no offense to him. I'm I'm proud of that guy, man. He's yeah. he's about he to start. He's making it work. He's man. he's he's going to get his NFL pension out of being a seventh round draft pick. Good think. for him. Yeah. But I think that they think he's played four years. He said four words. I mean, like, but it, it's worked. Hey, man. They can. I, I never knock a man's hustle. You know. I think that they think that they can recreate their receiver core a little bit more easily than they can find a serviceable tight end. Because you think about Dalton Schultz, it took him two years to be a useful player. And unless you're drafting a Kyle Pitts or a TJ Hawkinson, who are top 10 picks, Mm -hmm. you're not getting that guy in the draft. It's very rare to find a tight end who can step in and be useful right away, unless you're using a big, big pick on him. So That's what I was going to ask you about the draft, because I know tight end is not a position that I've really heard people talk about in just in general and also tying it back to the Cowboys. And I haven't looked at the free agency list of around the NFL, but there are no really. Is there not a well, name? Well, three tight ends have been franchised at this point. Yeah. like that. That was the interesting thing to me. Who's like, the third besides Njoku and Dalton? I'm sorry, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm trying to remember who it was. Hold on, let me think. Yep. Uh, but I mean, I have to look it up. And that, and, and a lot of that goes to the fact that it's it's not a huge number. I know it sounds like it is eleven million, but for the franchise tag, not by NFL standards, really not. Yeah. So that that it kind of makes more sense, and oh. that's probably what Travis Kelsey and George Kittle and those guys would like to see happen is just sure raise oh, that room. Which uh, Mike Mike Gusecki is the third, is, which yeah. and I bet he feels t- some type of way about it because he's barely a tight end. He's yeah. I mean he's one of the he's a you know he's the Jimmy Graham split off the line way more often than he's in line doing Evan stuff. Evan Ingram kind of guy. The uh, I mean the list is yeah. Evan Ingram, not Jimmy Graham. I mean I'll, let's don't put Gasecki in the Jimmy Graham. He's more Evan Ingram. I'm not. Than Jimmy Graham. I'm I know not what you're comparing saying. their skill sets. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm what not, you're saying. Yeah, I'm but just, yeah, Jimmy Gusecki Graham had a pretty good year this no, last year, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, I don't. He hasn't. I mean, Jimmy Graham like yeah. set the that record for New tight end touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. Changing, he was cha- trying to change rules and stuff. Yeah. You yeah. got Zach Ertz, who at this point is more player, more name than player. Jimmy Graham is definitely more name than player. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski lives in his own world. Like, I mean, I don't know that he wants to play. Like, no, that's what I'm knows, saying. Yeah. You don't know if he wants to play, and even if he does, he's like, he's just going to sign where he wants to. He doesn't need the money. He doesn't any of that stuff. Uh, Eric Ebron, who's more name than player. C.J. Ozoma, the Cincinnati guy who got hurt. Right, I, he did get hurt. Well, Ebron does interest me, a little and bit. I also think he'll command a pretty big deal if I had to guess as because well. Because things I've heard suggest that Ebron is a much better blocker than any guy they got on this roster, which I think that's a part they've been missing in their in their tight end room for a long time. Like they yep. have not had a good blocker maybe since Martellus. Um, and I think they they really should invest in one of those. So if Ebron could be that for them, that's a nice guy to kind of oh, maybe like, look at. what are we doing here? It's over. I mean 
Yeah, yeah I mean, Schultz is the guy. I mean, I mean they made the decision. This, well, they're, this they're was gonna, last week. But they're still going to need another tight end, right? Yeah, but they not Eric go. Ebron. I mean, like, it, it, is Ebron at the point where he's just like going to break the bank? I don't think so. They, no, they, but he'll be worth enough money that I doubt that they really will pay. Guys, yeah. What? See, I look at Ebron as one of those guys, kind of like the kinds of guys they bring in, like a Carlos Watkins, mm. kind of toward the end of his career. Let's um, talk about this you could probably get him week. for. Yeah. Or actually, let's talk about this in two weeks when that's when they're going to start. Free you see who's left. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I they like who they like. They like Noah Brown. We just talked about Noah Brown. They like Sean McEwen, and I'm not saying you shouldn't because everything we've ever seen out of him seems like oh okay. They like guys they don't have to spend money on. We can say it. It's fine. Well, everybody does that. I mean, like, well, they spend they spend because, their, they, because they spend enough you money. You can't have them. over the cap. It, well, yeah, well, that's spending money. Like, yeah. just, how's that going? Right. Yeah, yeah they're spending going? money. I don't think the money is the issue. I don't think the spending money is the issue. They got they got high profile guys. Yeah. And and right now, like, I heard some some people talking about this. Like, did the window close on the Cowboys because they didn't win with Dak's contract the way it was? But I mean, your two best defensive players are sitting there probably making a combined two million dollars. Mm-hmm. So get it done. Because yes. I promise you, next year. Well, no, not next year. I was thinking mm-hmm. this is two years. No, next, Dig, next, Dig, he can next make a year. request Dig, next year. Digs will, yeah, that'll yeah. be interesting. We'll see what. As long Digs as does. Trayvon doesn't fall off a cliff, he's probably going to have if, something to say about if, that if next Diggs year. Digs gets in the range of you know even six, seven, you know interceptions yeah. or something. Like that. They don't have to do that. Eleven is just crazy. Yeah. That ain't going to happen again. I say that. Mm, even he could finish with four. And then he'll say, I have 18 interceptions in my first three years. Give me money now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go. And, and, and I Give promise, me my money. This is, this is what's going to happen next year. This is my prediction on Micah. Yeah. Right now, Micah's like, hey, I, I'll do this. I'll play this. I'll play linebacker. I'll play edge. Whatever you want to do, you know. And then he'll get another 12, 13 sacks, and a lot of them will be coming from the outside. And his agent will be talking, all right, your third year – Let's be a defensive end because the franchise tag for defensive ends and linebackers is a lot Way different. different. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if that conversation happens. That is, point. it's a wonderful point. And going back to Mike Gusecki, he's like, man, I'm basically a receiver, and y'all are tagging me as an end. Cowboys are going to be like, yeah, we, you're getting the fifth year option as a linebacker, sir, not yeah. as a pass rusher. Yeah, but we see, ain't doing that. But then my thought would be, well, then go beat Trayvon Diggs, then. Go beat Trayvon Diggs every single play because I bet you you're not doing that. I bet you you're t- you're being that hybrid role and you're beating some corners, but you're also beating tight ends as well. You know, yeah. right? I just that's that's part of that's something they're probably gonna have to at some point address because there are lots of roles in the NFL that are now becoming hybrids, mm-hmm. and so it's not as simple as just saying, "Well, you get to tag at this position," because there are players that play multiple positions based upon kind of how the team utilizes them. All right, real quick. What what happens with with I guess Blake at this point? Are, are they gonna are they on the hook for for his contract? Are they gonna maybe would would you look at the option of maybe cutting him? Is that even a possibility? What do they do at this point with Blake Jarwin for the money that they have sunk? Man, you you have yeah. heard some of this. I did, I, and I I probably had a ten minute conversation about Blake Jarwin and still don't understand it. Uh, it's a little bit different, but. He's got options. He, I mean, no, he doesn't have a lot of options. Um, Cowboys have options. Yeah, the Cowboys have options. It's, it's probably going to be a, a reduction or a cut, I think. But the, because he's injured and he's the rehab, it's one of those things he kind of has to bet on himself. That's what I took it. If, if, if there's an injury protection program, if he is released, mm-hmm. he can make, I think, $2 million. But if he bets on himself to say, hey, I'm, I'm going to play and try to work this thing back out, and it doesn't ever happen mm-hmm. – then he screws himself out of that money. So I think what will happen is is they may rework his deal or maybe even release him and then re-sign him, keep him back. keep Much him getting, reduced type. Much thing. reduced. Yeah. And so he can rehab here. We, we all know what they think of, of the rehab guys here, and that will probably be what happens, but they're going to have to to get some of that money but back. But at this point, why not just – Cut him because and, and I li- and I like I've always been a fan of Blake Jarwin and I've seen his potential but it's been unfortunate I feel like what this is would be the third year where he's like affected by some yeah. kind of injury that has left him out of the field so at this point it's like it just feels that you're 
simply and it's sad to say it, but you're simply not gonna get much out of him mm. even if he recovers from this right I think it's it's a thing teams do with players they have relationships that they like they're going to get some of his money back by hook or by crook like they're just they're not just gonna let that sit there but you know say hey absolutely give this a go try to rehab this injury we'll keep you here we'll we'll take care of you we don't just want to throw you out on the street yeah. um mm-hmm. kind of that right thing to do yeah it, yeah you know and and that tends to happen with guys that they've built relations with i mean Blake and his wife live here in the area i mean that's very common with players so I, they're, they'll they'll find a way to get some of that money back but you're not just like oh sorry go do something yeah. else you're yeah. out of here yeah i guess yeah. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to jump into free agency. We've got a whole list of guys the Cowboys have or had on their roster last year that will become free agents next week, and we'll have you guys answer the question, what do you want to happen and what do you think actually happens? We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. Back to the break. All right, guys, I'm going to break some news that you guys oh. probably have not heard. Uh-oh. WrestleMania is coming to AT&T Stadium. No yeah. way. Yes, yes. What? Two days. What? Two-day event. Shocking. April 2nd, April 3rd. Do you guys know where you can get tickets? No. SeatGeek. Yeah. Oh, there we go. SeatGeek. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 SeatGeek. Yeah. So no one does listen to these reads. All right, so maybe I really should read. <laughs> All right. <laughs> WWE is coming to WrestleMania two-day event. I'm sure Dave's going. Are you going? I don't know. Thinking about it? Those are... <laughs> Those are pretty pricey pretty tickets. Pricey tickets. Yeah. But, but, the, but, you know. It's going to be stupendous. It's going to be stupendous. It I really heard Stone Cold's tonight, coming back. Stone Cold's yeah. supposed oh, to. That. Stone Cold's wrestling at this wrestling. Wrestling or just drinking a beer? He's wrestling. Yeah. He's he like, accepted yeah. somebody's offer to fight. I don't remember the guy's name. Oh, yeah. It was I all heard, over social I heard about yesterday. That, and I've never heard of the guy. Well, yeah. But, I mean, I saw that. It was like, oh, I've never heard of this guy before. But I heard. heard We're old fogies. Stone Cold's going to be there then. Rock? Is he coming back? The Rock? I think so. I think he's busy with football. Can I, like, get in advance so I can buy those tickets? I don't know. What if I give you tickets? Uh, I'm in. Let's go. You go. Yes. Oh, I'll be there if I don't have to pay for it, for sure. Well, but if you did have to pay for it, I'm sure SeatGeek.com would be very good in helping you get that if you're not to the point where your boss is just going to hand you tickets. The biggest question is... Roman Reigns. (laughs) Not even. What? Not even. Not even. Is Bad Bunny gonna be there? Do you even know who Bad Bunny is? Of course, there? I know who Bad Bunny Thank is. You. But he Thank just you. he just played at the AAC like two weeks ago. When's he coming back? Did he you played at that? the AAC. He played at American Airlines like within the last month. He's yes, po- he well he has a, a concert that's gonna be at AT and T Stadium. 
other than that one. So he's coming back to Dallas Let's again. Go. It's a big and jump. It's a big jump to play at eight American Airlines and then go over and play at eight. I mean, AT and T. From what I understand, he can pack both. Clearly, if yeah. you, if you can pack the AT and T, you could probably pack. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm saying like he do like a Garth. He's Brooks got that thing kind of following where he just like I'm going to sign up as many shows that, that sell out. That's, I think that's what Garth Brooks does. Yeah. He's like uh, one night, two nights, three nights. The fourth night didn't sell out, so okay, I do four nights, and that's it. Yeah. And until, until they don't sell out until anymore, sell out. that's wow. but but smaller venues like that, they'll yeah. just do the one. So. Keep running back. Anyways, I'm waiting Bad for bunny. the news for him to be at WrestleMania. He does wrestle too, so please do. Well, it's a two night event. I mean, I guarantee they can squeeze him in. It's one of the one yeah. of the yeah. He fought oh. the Miz in what? WrestleMania 37. You mean it's, from Road Rules or something? Yeah. The Miz. Now they're killing me. He was real world actually. Real world. Real world. Ten New York. Um. I know that. Real uh, world. You said 10? I think it was. Okay. I think. I don't I'm, know. I'm going to look that up. Oh, crap. Oh, don't. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong on that I was about to say, I don't know I if don't you know. necessarily want to be yeah. like, the guy that knows everything. Real, real that's world. one of those shows. Everyone's got their show that they're not proud of watching. I, I would watch the Road Rules and Real World Challenge and stuff like that. I would mm. watch that. That's one. What? Okay, Big Brother. Like seriously, I'm not ashamed of Big Brother. Okay. I got Dave hooked on Big Brother. Pretty Big Brother's a good show. <laughs> Everyone's got absolutely show. great show. <laughs> All right, let's Ten talk about crazy. That's it Cow- Cowboys Nation is like go. approaching go, the Nick. ledge, go, and we're talking about so real world road rules challenge. Yes. Mike, his name was Mike. Mike to Miss. Two thousand and one. <laughs> All right, let's talk free agency. Let's talk free agency. Are, right. are we going to talk about Amari real? Quick. Yeah, sure. What do you want to talk I about? I mean, before we jumped into in, into the whole list of free agent guys mm-hmm. and all that, I mean, I just... <laughs> got something to make say. It, she does. Yeah. She's been waiting all week for this. So I'm like, give her the floor. Well, the Let's problem go. is I'm coming off an, uh, our Spanish show on uh-huh. Somos, and everybody on there disagrees with me. So I'm just like... Uh-oh. Uh, no, you guys are wrong. What <laughs> No, it's just like... They're gonna be fine with Amari Cooper, and sure, they're gonna survive. But my thing is, without Amari Cooper, without without, sorry, 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 yeah, without. And this week, I've been hearing it from so many other people, just kind of voicing their opinion and how screwed basically the Cowboys are gonna be with how if if they do in fact decide to cut Amari Cooper, and what you are left with. At right, wide receiver and what you're gonna do with your offense that's gonna be a complete change so I just want I, I want one of you to make it make sense and see like what what is this team gonna look like really without a guy like Amari Cooper on the team and even if you're re, uh, like drafting a wide receiver which I know you guys have been mentioning on the draft show and all that there are multiple guys but what what <laughs> like <laughs> Somebody I, speak. I, I don't think they're going to be better with that. I, I really don't. Um, they they believe that they can, but they also believe you know it'll be cheaper, and then that's what they'd rather put those resources on the tight end. Like David mentioned, it's easier to fix that safety and all that. I just I think Amari Cooper is one of the top receivers in the NFL. He doesn't play to the level of his contract, right. uh, and that's the issue. But you know, if he's willing to work on the deal and, and restructure it, which it sounds like he is, then I just don't understand this. I really can't see why they would do this. Here's my thing. I, I think you, you look across the NFL, look at all the teams that were in the playoffs. If the Cowboys have CeeDee Lamb, if they can get Gallup re-signed, which it sounds like that's on track and yeah. they probably will end up doing that. And in a and Dave can speak to this. This seems to be a draft where you've got plenty of wide receivers uh, that you could select first round, second round, maybe even third round that can jump in and, and play for you day one. That wide receiver core is good enough for you to be competitive next year. That won't be the reason why you're not successful, in my opinion. So. Are they going to be better when you lose a guy like Amari Cooper? Probably not. And you are betting on the fact that this draft pick is all of a sudden going to be able to play in the NFL. There's a lot of ifs in there. All I'm saying is I don't think that that becomes a situation if those three things play out where you got C.D. Gallup and you've got this draft pick that's a first or second round pick, maybe third round pick, that that you won't be able to compete and you're going to be looking at it like, man, these receivers just suck. I can't do anything. You've got what you consider to be a star wide receiver that was a first round draft pick. That's the Green Bay Packers. They got one receiver. 
He's really, really good. Now, I'm not saying CD's that, but you kind of want to find out if he can be that. So all who I'm saying is... Who uh, else is with the Packers? Yeah, let's don't No, my point my point is still, you look at the wide receiver core, this is not a wide receiver core at that point that you look like look at and say they don't have any talent at wide receiver. They, got, they will have talent at wide receiver. The question still becomes, can this offensive line block? Can Dak do what he's supposed to do? Can Kellen Moore call the right plays? Like, that's more the issue, in my opinion, than the wide receivers will be if you don't have Amari on this team. I guess. I just, I mean, you talk about all the teams that went deep in the playoffs. They all have pretty badass groups of pass catchers. I mean, the Bengals. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the Bengals, yes. The Bengals. The Rams had Woods and Cup at the start of the season, yeah. went and got Beckham. It's a pretty nice little group. The Niners it's have two. the Niners have Debo, Ayuk, and George Kittle, who's like the best pass catching tight end other than I- Kelsey. Ayuk. Let's let's slow down. I- they're, Ayuk, they're had a, on- Ayuk was a nine hundred yard receiver this I get year. That, but Ayuk Ayuk is not a great wide receiver. He is a good is wide he, receiver. Is he Gallup? Yeah, I think so. But see, you but, need like but, three okay, to Mike you need McCarthy, like three of these guys. The, and there's no way Mike McCarthy should should sign off on this. The, like he has to maybe sign off on it, but I bet you he's not happy mm-hmm. about it because we all know that if if this doesn't go well for the Cowboys, if they don't if they don't if they do the exact same thing they did this year, I don't think he'll be the coach next year. Everyone knows yep. that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how can he be excited about this? He's got C.D. Lamb, who's never proven he could be a really a number one, but he's going to have to be because that's his role. Michael Gallup's going to probably start the year on pup. I can't imagine him being ready. I don't. I hope that's not true, but he he got. You hurt. have to at least. Consider it yeah. as a yeah. possibility. Yeah. So then now you got to draft a receiver. Even if you draft 24, even if you draft in the first round, that, there's no guarantee that that guy's going to be ready to go. So you're, you're hoping that all this is, is better this year, and if it doesn't, you're out. So let me ask you this. That all being said, and, and seeing how all you guys feel about this, why do you think the Cowboys, if, if reports are accurate, why do you think they are so hell-bent on he's not going to be here then? Because they want to do it their way. They want to. They want. I mean, they don't want to pay that number. Which, by the way, I'm so sick of hearing about it. I'm so. Oh, is he playing worth twenty million? Mike Williams just got twenty million a year yesterday. Twenty eight guaranteed up front. He's a much better receiver. receiver. The cap is exploding, and players are getting more expensive. I'm sick of hearing about it. So you pay for it or you don't. I don't give a damn if it's twenty million dollars. Like that's what it costs to have a good receiver. But just is the money money even really the issue? Because it's no. It goes hand in hand. They prop. But my point is. They probably, I would guess, and this is a guess. This is not something that I'm basing on something. This is a guess. I would guess if they went to Amari and said, hey, we'd really like to restructure your contract, and we'd like to give you a little less money, maybe get it down to 16, mm-hmm. 14. I'm guessing there's a conversation to be had there. Maybe they don't come to a conclusion that actually works, but I'm guessing there's a conversation. So is money really the issue here is what I'm asking. I think it goes hand in hand, and I absolutely think – which is ironic. Like all of the things that make Amari Amari, he's a reserved guy. He's a worldly guy. He reads all the time. He plays chess. He's got interests outside of football. He's not this alpha personality. It's really refreshing when you get rid of Des Bryant and bring that in. You skipped one. But yeah. What's what? No, go ahead. Wait, no. No, what? you're you're right. But you also skipped another thing that maybe is a factor. Maybe it isn't. The vaccination, yeah, yeah, it's worth man. No, I mean, I mean that we, I, I, I say this it's that big, like, okay, I, I get hope it. it's not, but I mean, uh, it what just else doesn't, is it? it doesn't that's, make sense. That's the point. It doesn't make it any doesn't sense, make that, and sense. that's Sorry the question I'm asking you all you guys. That's exactly finish the that, question. I'm finish you guys. that point, like, Dave. It, but no, I, I don't think they're like this guy's not vaccinated. We can't, he can't stay here because. Also, by the way, the league just got rid of all those rules anyway. It's a non-factor now. I don't think that helped, and I don't have to guess. Jerry Jones called him out publicly in the middle of the season. He said, this is a we thing. It's not a me thing. You check me at the door. He said that on the radio. Uh, so it's clearly something that frustrated them. He missed two games because of it right? And during a time of the year when they were struggling. And then add that on to the fact of like, you know, he he was Amari was frustrated in the in the home stretch of the year. He said it himself. He was like, "I wish I had more opportunities to get the ball." And yeah, I think, I think the elements of his personality that, like I said, it's ironic. We found it so refreshing three four years ago. I think it wears on people. Um, I think it you, wears on football people. I don't think it's a coincidence. John Gruden was desperate to get him out of there because that is like the antithesis of John Gruden. Like John Gruden wants you to guzzle motor oil and just eat nails and talk about football 24 hours a day. And there are a lot of people in this league where if that's not what you're about, 
they like get the hell out of here. I don't have time for that. And that that also brings brings me back to what I was trying to get to is do you think that maybe I I personally don't think he would be released because he didn't get vaccinated. I do think that maybe him not getting vaccinated is just another example if maybe this is the case where maybe there's a feeling that he's not as much a team guy as they want him to be. Right. Do you think that maybe that's more of the well, issue and maybe the money isn't like the money is the red herring, but really it's it's really more to this story than yeah, just yes. the money. And, and, and the guys over there will poke holes in some of this game on on the field, but I think it's more nitpicking from the, the first part of it. But I mean, we can argue this all day, but I, I'm actually tired of hearing the part about Amari missed two games because he wasn't vaccinated. I don't believe that. That isn't – that's not accurate. Why is it not? Because people are forgetting the re- – okay, he got COVID. That happened. People get COVID. You get COVID. Now, maybe you wouldn't have missed the first game against the Chiefs because you wouldn't have been tested every day, but he still had COVID and he had symptoms. So if you but, have symptoms – hold on, let me finish. Okay. If you have symptoms, then you have to get tested for it. And then it just so happened that they played a game four days later. So he got COVID before the Chiefs game. It doesn't matter if he's vaccinated or not. He's not playing the Raiders. Yes, game. but that also ignores the fact, the science, that the percentage chance of getting COVID when you're vaccinated is less. So he that's, may not. Have, that, that's, that's fact. A, that's that is science, fact. Nick. That is that is. Okay. Science. They have right. statistics that back it up. Say, Pe- it, it, that people ha- who have been vaccinated have a lower percentage chance of getting the, of getting COVID. Like that was that was something that was tested and All verified. Right. Uh, okay. okay. A lot of vaccinated people got sick. Absolutely. Okay. Right. Very sick. Yeah, let's but, do but this. Either way, so, either let's way, get into but, the vaccination weeds. But either way, whatever. I think that's like. Looking at it now, regardless of it, it sounds very ridiculous from my perspective that that would be the reason as to making a big change like this. When you're trying to get to the Super Bowl, do this and that, there's no way that's just it. So in my opinion, there has to be something more. And if he was to get cut and it happens, I feel like maybe... We'll but, start hearing something else kind of no, but, popping yeah. out, like, I, oh, this think, was actually going on behind the But that's what I'm saying. I, I think that's what I'm saying, Amber, is I'm not saying it was the vaccination. I'm saying that was the vaccination just one more sign of other things that okay. make that make maybe make them say he's not as much of a team but, guy as we want him to also, be. Also, we've seen— we've Do you play seen, hurt? Does he play hurt? Yes. Plays hurt a lot. Yeah, he there was a time he didn't. <laughs> when? Wasn't that the was He's that always the been doing Oh the Jets game. I'm just kidding. I'm about to say I'm I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm thinking about the right guy, but yeah. let's just be clear. You're right. But okay. he, this right. guy plays Making through sure. injury. He yeah. does. He'll 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 get the little gun and he'll put it on this and it's, go out there and run. Yeah. When you're it's never one thing. It's that's part of it. Yeah. His Yeah, I think I think It creates questions about buy-in, but I always, I think that stuff is always a convenient excuse when you're already frustrated. Like, ah, he missed two games, and and he only had 78 catches this year. And look at it—is he finishing this block as well as he could be? What was he doing on? And like, you're just coming up with reasons and talking yourself into it. Yeah, and that's and that's just where we are. And all of a sudden, it's like infallible logic that this is what you should do. It on, I mean. For opposite reasons, it happened with Dez, too. If you go back, if you think about it, it's like, well, he's been hurt. Is he as explosive as he used to be? That's when the reports start leaking, like, Dez doesn't come to meetings. That was never a problem when he well, was catching 16 touchdowns. You know, we've heard, we had heard some of the things. It was it just sure. wasn't out in the but, general But public. you put up with yeah. it when you feel like exactly. you're getting your investment. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, he calls out Linehan and Garrett and says they're not doing their jobs the right way. And now here we are three months later cutting him. Like, it's always a snowball effect in these situations. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, af- that was after he got cut. Hey, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know what he what he thinks, Amari. If, will you Send me to the Pro Bowl next year, because I'll go to the Pro Bowl. Cover it. Oh yeah, he'll be there. He'll be a, like a. Tell me what team he's on, then I'll 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 tell you if I. He'll be a twelve hundred yard, eighty eight catch guy, and he'll be at the Pro Bowl, and he'll be like, I don't really care. I mean, so let me whatever. ask you, this. it is what it is. So do you guys not put? I would I would have liked to be in Dallas, but it just didn't it just work didn't out work that out. way. I, I hey, that was cute though. Those you know, CD had nice seventy five catches and. And uh, Gallup had 45 coming back from injury. It was, it was and so do you put anything on the fact that like his production this year I don't think was as good as most of us would have expected. Mm-hmm. There was a year, was that either not last year or a year before, when he had all the struggles on the road. Like There have been times in his career where he hasn't been as consistent as you'd want him to be, and that 
can create the sort of situation where you're like, is he really a $20 million wide receiver? Do you guys put any stock in that, in just his production? Let's forget about the money for a second, or, or, or at least talk about the money in the context of the amount of production that you get from him. This is the second time in his career that he hasn't had 1,000 yards. Second time. The first time he was still with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he had a 92-catch, yeah. 1,100-yard season in a year when he only played with Dak for like four and a half games or whatever it was, five games. No, I still think he's a great receiver. He was 38th in the league in targets. And again, like... I'm I I don't care about the number. Like it just it is what it is. Like is he a top 5 receiver? No. Is that the way the market works where like the guy is next and it just is what it is? Yes. As we see with Mike Williams. I just right? absolutely yeah. I absolutely think he's like one of the 10 to 12 best receivers in the NFL and 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 his resume stacks up with that and find a better way to use him. Well, I know. That's, that's what I was going to say. That's another thing. It's like you have to take into consideration some of the things that you guys have mentioned about, like maybe Kellen Moore and, and then the game plan of not. And he wouldn't be complaining in the middle of the season that he's not getting the ball if he himself hasn't been seeing how things are going down. So he he knows very well, and we've seen it. And also, there were times where even Ceedee Lamb wasn't getting the ball. I, so it's just Kellen Moore. What are you doing with them? Try to get your best players the ball. I can't. I can't believe. I can't believe we're in a world where it's like Amari. Like you, you got to go. It's too much. Instead of being like, hey, uh, Kellen, yeah, fix it. So many of these offensive problems. We we end up talking back to Kellen. What's going on? I'm so glad Ag brought up CD because again, uh, this is a team. Where you had Amari and CD out there at the same time, CD caught one ball for 21 yards in the playoff game. He was targeted five times. I guarantee you the first one didn't come until close to halftime or maybe even after halftime. He disappeared from a game that Amari was also playing. And so that doesn't do wonders for my confidence that he's just going to ball the hell out when he's the focal point of the defensive game plan, which he will be, by the way, because Michael Gallup is hurt. And also, his career high for catches is 66 in a year. We're mad about Amari catching 78. Michael's is 66. That's his best ever. Yeah. You talk about adding a, a rookie who maybe, you know, maybe you find a Justin Jefferson, just maybe, maybe you find a guy that can ball out from day one. Michael Gallup's first year, he caught 33 passes for 500 yards. Like, that is a realistic idea of what you're getting from a rookie, unless it's like the best guy in the class. So just and, don't don't sell me that this is an improvement. If you and, insist on doing it, that's fine, but I don't have to believe that. Yeah, I don't be think better. anybody thinks – I honestly no. don't even think they believe it's an improvement necessarily. I think they feel like it's the way to move their team forward because mm-hmm. sometimes you got to make those kind of decisions when it comes to a salary cap. Like I, don't, I honestly don't think anybody believes this is making you better. I just – I don't know how you could come to that problem. conclusion. That is the problem. That's why fans should be mad because right now every year that goes by, there's a number that gets attached to it now. That's the way – it is. It didn't start this way when yeah. I was here, but now it's 26, and next year it's 27 and 28 since you've done anything. And that they don't have that sense of urgency that the fans have because the fans are mad because it's so much past due. And they're talking about doing things, let's kind of redo the receiver room, when to me – this team is close. It's right here. Yeah. You're one of the top two or three teams in the NFC going into the season. You should be in the in the mix. Are you still without Amari Cooper? I, I don't mean, think you, so. Well, you, you, That's what I'm saying. You're close. You're there. You've got your quarterback. You've got your offense. You've got all the coordinators came back. Put your chips in. Push it to the middle. Let's do it. And Let's go get the Von Miller that traded next year's – Trade next year's two. Trade next year's one if you think you can go do it. This fan base deserves that opportunity because they have been loyal for so long and they're pissed off. You know what? Quit thinking to the future. Win now, damn it. Win. And they, they're not doing it. <laughs> not only that, I, I don't even know if you have to push your chips all the way in. That's the frustrating thing. And I'm sorry, I don't know the number. You can restructure Amari. They've done it to everybody else in the world, but they're just like, oh, the guy that's actually lived up to his deal, I don't want to touch that money. And and the irony, and yeah, last season was disappointing by his standards, but like Amari is the one major deal that they've done that looks good right now. Not counting Dak. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But like, I mean, from the moment he got here, the offense has been clicking for the most part. Jalen, disaster. Zeke, borderline disaster. Or very much. 
it's not happy. It's not good. <laughs> right, not and, happy. And and not about disaster. On top of on top yeah. of the diminishing returns, yeah. the way it's structured, they can't touch him. And that sucks for like they they can't do anything with him. And if they restructure him, then you just push this into the future. They're up S Creek in that regard. And that's why it's gonna hurt a guy that's doing more to help the team. Lyle Collins, not a disaster, but like has not planned panned out the way that they wanted it to. It just hasn't. Uh, and that sucks. Uh, I love Lyle as a person. Is that, but about, that's just is the that about our own expectations? Tank. Tank? Yeah. yeah. Is that about our own expectations, though? Like we see the money and then immediately our expectations go way up. And really, when the money is not necessarily an indication they're going to be better, no. it just is an indication that's where the market is. I don't they're think so. Be here. Yeah. The money is, is a, it's just, that's how you keep yeah. them here. Right. Also, Lyle's, no, Lyle was, that was a bargain deal that was and and again like i'm not i don't want to call that a bust just yet it's just been disappointing relative to the expectation but like he signed for 10 million a year yeah. that's a bargain that was a hey we think you're ascending into the top flight of right tackles and we're just going to pay you now you didn't get a big deal when you got drafted let's just take care of everybody and he's sort of plateaued instead of continuing to move up that's just it is what so it essentially is. what you're saying is they've drafted pretty good and free agency, even free agency, when it comes to their own players, that's where they haven't been as good. They have not. Zach Martin, Amari, and I'll throw Dak in there. I'm sure plenty of people disagree, but like those are the three big deals that they've given out in the last few years that don't look bad right now. Yeah, Tyron, whatever, well, whatever restructure they. I mean, Tyron. Tyron, Tyron was almost a decade ago at this point. Yeah, Tyron. That tells you how great that deal was. Yeah, for them. like it was a really great. Tyron really signed that extension in fourteen. Yeah. It's twenty twenty two, and and that'll never happen again. Where a guy is just like, yeah, underpay me. I'm, that's fine with me. Yeah. So it's fair. That's what he says. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, I mean, basically. So <laughs> he doesn't want. He doesn't like talking to the media. He probably doesn't even like talking to the Jones family. Like oh, whatever. That's fine. What yeah, that's fair. That yeah. What What will keep me from having to come up here and sign something ever again? Cool. Let's do it. I just. I don't know, man. It's it's the consequences of their own actions that have put in put them in this position, and it's very frustrating to think that. I believe they are going to weaken their team as a result of it. I don't want to speak too soon because they will add guys in free agency. Things will happen. They, For the record, they haven't cut Amari yet. Yeah. Worth pointing out. I mean, maybe a trade could still materialize. Who knows? Uh, and don't, then, don't expect the trade. Don't expect this Russell Wilson type of like <laughs> three first rounders. No, don't expect any first rounders get or like, a second. I think a third. You third would, I think a yeah. third round pick. Would probably be the best thing. But that honestly, they could get. you get what you get at this point. If yeah, you, if they'll, you, they'll, they'll you, take a fourth. If, or fifth. if all everybody's talking about the fact he's going to be released, and that means all the other teams out there are saying y'all probably going to release. Him. And there's no so compensatory it, it pick does, yeah. if you cut a guy. There's so no compensatory. Hard. Not pick. only that, I I hope I would trade him for like a fourth. Just I just I've been joking with Nick for the last week. Like he'll he'll be in Philly 36 hours after he gets cut signing a deal. That just that's what happens when notable Cowboys get cut. They go to the East. Always. Mm. Philly mm. needs a receiver. Philly has money. Philly probably wants to make life easier on their young quarterback. Dolphins. Would scare the bejesus out of me. I would love And then he'll the kill Dolphins. it wherever he's at. Oh, he yeah. goes to the Dolphins. I would love for him to go to the Dolphins. Go anywhere else. Yeah, go, go to, the to the AFC. Yeah. Somewhere in the AFC. But that's my point is even if you only get a fourth round pick back for him, if you can control where he goes. I mean, if you're hell-bent on him not being part of your team, at least get him away from you. Yeah. Yeah, go play for the Dolphins, where I only have to see you once every four years. I'm sure the Eagles would be happy to try to pull him over there Dude. as much as he's hurt them. Right. Every every time the notable Cowboy parts ways, DeMarcus Ware being maybe the one exception, and he's a... You know he's a lifetime cowboy. He wasn't going to do that. He to wasn't going to do. It. He right. could have done it. I guarantee. Yeah. I guarantee you, yeah. somebody offered yeah. him a deal he in the Philly. East. He, he, he's he actually gone to talked about he, that. He, he and said, said that. he wouldn't. He, that was one thing. He said, he I can't do it. I'm not doing yeah, this. Who cut him? Not everybody yeah. has that type of loyalty no. to the organization. <laughs> some of the other guys. I'm trying to think of some of the guys. Jason Hatcher, Orlando Skandrick. Um, I know. I'm. Did Skandrick have somewhere else? He went before he went to back to the East. I thought he went to. He played for Washington, the Chiefs, and the Eagles. I don't know. There's more. I I I know there's more. I can't think of them all right now. Chris Canny went on to win a Super Bowl. Chris Canny went to the Giants. Chris Canny thinks of himself more as a Giants guy than a Cowboys. He won Super Bowls with the Giants. No, but there have even there have been others just in the time that I've worked here. 
Uh, I'll try. I'll do some digging during yeah. the break. All right, we're gonna take our final break. Amber just killed that segment, but uh, probably, <laughs> probably something we needed to talk talk about. But uh, we're gonna go to our final break. We'll come back. We're gonna talk about free agents. We'll zip through a little bit of this list. We'll save some of it for next week. We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf, Turf, the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. At AT AT&T... Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone. Even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Back to the break. Essler Lenses lets you see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essler experts. Find the perfect Essler lens for you. See more, do more Essler. Welcome back to the final segment of Break Life in the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Let's talk about free agents. Uh, I got a whole list here. There's no way we're going to finish this list in the 13 minutes we have let's left go. in this show. So let's let's try to focus in on some. Actually, let's focus in on the wide. Re- Somebody Jordan is listening live. Demarco Murray obviously yeah. was a huge one. He went yeah. to Philly, and we said Did it. Nothing oh, there. I know for a fact Washington tried to sign Amari when he hit free agency two years ago. Yeah. I'm just NFC East teams love to scoop these guys up. They just do. Yeah. I'm not saying it'll happen with Amari. Amari's one I don't want to see in the NFC. No. I do still think Giants very, scooped very up Jason Garrett. No, that was... The one thing I will say, though, <laughs> sure the one thing did. I will say, though, is if he goes to, yeah, I'll say it, any other NFC East team right now, I'm a little less concerned because he just doesn't have the trigger man to necessarily get the ball to him in a consistent way. So I just, I'm okay with that. I yeah, I don't like it, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. We don't need to derail yourself. All right, I, I tell you, I tell you what is, has been a win though. Real quick, yeah. is that Aaron Rodgers is going back to Green Bay, yeah. and Russell Wilson went to the Broncos. I mean, Washington, even the Giants, yeah. the Eagles, all with these chances of getting this. That was good. Supposedly, Russell that there were two options on the table. It was Washington and Denver, and he opted for Denver, which I was very happy for. Denver, I do a, think Washington becomes a very legitimate team if they get a quarterback. Oh, Denver yeah. is very well, Denver was Denver is a very legitimate roster right. that was only missing exactly a QB. Right. Yeah. Also, until Washington is has shows any proof that they are run more competently, I don't know why you would go there. But yeah. All right, let's talk about free agency. Let's actually talk about the wide receiver position because they got a little bit of everything. You got Michael Gallup, who it sounds like maybe the Cowboys are going to get a deal done with. You got Noah Brown, who already has gotten signed back. He's going to be here. You've got Cedric Wilson, who you don't know what's going to happen with him. You got even a younger guy like Malik Turner, who I thought flashed last year, but maybe they don't even consider him. What do you think happens in free agency with the wide receiver position? First First from the standpoint of, what do you want to happen? Oh. And then second, from the standpoint of what do you think will happen? What do I want to happen? Yes. Well, I, I, I want it to start with Amari staying. <laughs> yeah, we that. Yeah, we got you. Um, in 
the path that I think that they're going down, it it sounds like the I, I would imagine the, the Gallup deal needs to be done before anything happens to Cooper. Because if you don't get that done and release Amari, and then if you allow Michael to hit free agency and somebody blows him out of the water, now you now you're really screwed with just CD yeah. and not a whole lot else. Yeah. So I. Th- I don't even. No offense to Noah. I just no Noah, offense. Noah, no offense. Oh wow! He's, Noah is really? the he's the utility <laughs> no guy. Offense. The bottom of the depth chart. Everything about that's bad. He's Stop. a special teamer. Okay. I think so. I think the Gallup deal will be done. Cedric Wilson in a week. Cedric Wilson's out of here. Gone. Not because they don't want him, but because he'll cost too much money. How much money is too much money? Seven million. Seven a year. Or eight. Yeah, it's too much money. Yep. Uh, I think Cedric. Gallup, how much? I think ten-ish, eleven-ish. Yeah, I, th- I mean, okay. I think the size of that deal is going to surprise some people. When it, it is, comes in. but it's also I, the Gallup deal is 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 one of those win for everyone. He's going to get a deal that's probably uh, let's just say like five year, fifty million, fifty-five yeah. million, something like that. It'll be a lot of it'll be front-loaded. Um, Actually, yeah, I bet actually, it'll it'll probably be like a two year, twenty four million dollar yeah. deal in reality. Yeah, but it'll say he'll five. get his, he'll get his money. Yeah. but actually, I say front loaded. It'll be more back loaded, and then they'll have a decision to make two or three years. You know, but he but still because gets they can spread it out, the cap cost might be right, right. eight, seven, and that's why you add years to a deal. That's why yeah. all this stuff happens not. It's to give yeah. people flexibility and all that. Type say of it's stuff. five year fifty. I mean, that's you know, it depends what the signing bonus is. It could be twenty million dollar signing bonus. Which is spread out over five years. That's a four million charge. His base could only be a million or two, yeah. you know, for the first couple of years, and then it balloons out. So, yeah. and plus that gives him time to rehab yeah. and stuff like that. But you, but, but yeah. my, I guess the point I'm making because I know people probably heard what Dave said: two years, twenty four million, maybe what it nets out to be. And they are like, well, just keep, you know, just keep your keep guy. Amari, but, yeah. but I don't think it's the same thing. Like the cap cost is going to be a lot yeah. less yeah, yeah, yeah. than it would be with with Amari. Malik so, Turner. Oh, go ahead. Malik Turner probably not coming back. Do you think they have an interest in him, or do you think maybe for no. some reason he's – you don't think they have an interest? No, I think they want to get better with, from that. That's what I was told. I like him. I think he's good. Boy, if you're down 20, I'd put him in the game. But uh, he's <laughs> a fourth-quarter guy. I Hopefully you're not down 22. I often. thought he had a nice season. Me he too. blocked one or two punts on top of that. But, like – and, I, you know, it's – I hate to be mean, but, like, you find those guys. I mean, he yeah. was, like, the seventh receiver in training camp. There will be yeah. another guy like him. There's – there's five guys on the practice squad that sign futures contracts that can vie for that role. You don't need to give him a veteran deal to keep that production. I bet you they sign and I don't I don't want to throw a name out there because who knows, but like they'll sign a veteran receiver for very cheap where we do the thing we always do where we're like, who? Okay, like I, I guess he did that, and yeah. he did this and that, and it'll the classic Cowboys maneuver. They're like, okay, this guy can be our slot if something doesn't come along, and we'll target a receiver in the first three rounds of the draft, and on we go. Where, where does Simi fit here at this point? Well, where? I mean, when? I mean, because training camp, he fits right into the probably the first team offense. Well, I guess let me let me let me preface a little bit because <laughs> Gallup won't be ready. Gallup's yeah. I see what you're doing. Yeah, I remember your yeah. little talk you're like yesterday. Gallup will be over here. Yeah. CD will have a little something. Yeah, yeah. You CD know. will have a nagging hammy. It's like it, it's precautionary, but he's not going to practice for four days. And the reason Simi why will I be running that first team is because Simi's a big body, and I was thinking maybe they were grooming him to be the Noah Brown, if you want to put it like that, the guy that's the bigger body, the guy that can kind of dip in, do a little blocking, that kind of thing. Do you see him in a similar kind of role, or do you think yeah. there's a different kind he of can. role for him? Noah Brown shouldn't just go and, and, and buy another house. I mean, like, because if somebody can be better than that, <laughs> yeah. than him, then he's he's a guy that could get cut. It's a one-year deal. Yeah. He could get cut if, if it's for a cheaper option. This is um, because they need depth. They need yeah. receivers on the roster right now, right? 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 Yeah. So uh, I think I think Simi could, could fit in. I mean, he got a lot of time last year, at least, you know, practice and – didn't do a lot with it, but you know we say it all the time: first, first, second year jump. Let's see how big, uh, how much commitment he puts yeah. in the off season. I'm over. I go to Dak's house. Yeah, if Cedric's not there. He, he needs, needs to be in the backyard. Yeah, yeah which do. so I I don't like assigning expectations to guys drafted that late. Like, yeah, we hope you take a jump and you can be a useful player. Cedric Wilson is a great example. He even he got hurt as a rookie. He spent his rookie year on IR because he separated yeah. his shoulder. And still was able to just keep developing and and got built up a rapport with Dak and turn and now he's going to have a nice payday because of it. I don't expect that from a fifth round pick. You hope for it, 
I'm just like, yeah, hopefully he makes a jump and becomes a, a useful piece of the rotation. But if not, he's a fifth-round pick. All right, we don't have I, much. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to ask, am I wrong for feeling that I would rather try to get a deal done with Cedric Wilson than Michael Gallup? No, you're not wrong with that. $7 million for Cedric Wilson, $11 million for Gallup, and Gallup's coming off a knee injury? No, you're not wrong with that. I, I, I mean, I think that's a fair— and Like, even, like, skill-wise. And I, I know— It's these more are, versatile. But, like, Cedric Wilson, after some of the things that I've seen, especially last year, I mean, he he's shown me things that I feel like, okay, with Dak, he has a very, very good connection with him and all that, and he seems to be effective put in the right position. So— I just I don't know if it's like I don't feel like Michael Gallup gives me a whole lot more than what I could get from a cheaper Cedric Wilson. I see your logic I there. I don't disagree. I, I don't I, not with that. I do. I'm you not going to go as far as to say I disagree. I actually I talked to people in Indianapolis like assuming this deal gets done, I they have they want more from Michael Gallup. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's been he's been their ex. He's their deep ball, go get it guy. That's kind of been him his mo. If he is back here as one of the top two pieces of this receiver core, I think they want him to be more versatile. They want him in the slot more often. They want to be able to just have him be an interchangeable receiver, which he can do, but that just really hasn't been his thing. Right. So they haven't asked him to do it. In a larger role, I'd be interested to see what else he's capable right. of. Because I, I mean, I beat the drum for Gallup for years that I think he's a highly underrated player. Mm-hmm. I'm still scared of the idea of like him not having the safety net of Amari Cooper being across from him. Yeah. But uh I think I think I'll take I'll take Gallup. Yeah. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. I think his upside's better than Cedric's. If that I think he still has more that he can show you. I think we've seen kind of the peak of what Cedric mm. is going to be. I don't know that I, I feel the same way about Gallup. I think Gallup has some more. Now, no. I will say this, I'll ask this question. Do you guys let's let's assume right now he's not injured. Does that change your opinion, Amber and Nick? Like, would you then say, yeah, absolutely, Gallup's the guy you go after? Is is really the injury what's coloring this? Injury is part of it. Yeah, that's that's part of it. But even if he was healthy, I mean, think about like we're talking about a four million a year difference. Yeah. And what if that's the difference of not not signing J. Ron Curse back? Because you can't. I mean, would you rather have J. Ron Curse and Cedric Wilson or just Michael Gallup and then the safety that you don't draft? Or so I don't know how what they're gonna do with safety. It kind of it like it makes me think of like those dolls that nestle inside of each other because that's just a different version of the same conversation. Would you rather have Amari Cooper or Dalton Schultz and Michael Gallup? Well, would you rather have right. Michael Gallup or Cedric Wilson and J. Ron <laughs> yeah, Like how far down the rabbit hole can we go here? And that's and, and that's right. But, but a little doll. Yeah, yeah. But I, I said it at one point last year. I thought. Man, I think Cedric Wilson may be better than Michael Gallup. He's definitely more versatile. It could do more things. Um, but. And I don't feel like we've seen the peak. I don't. I don't Cedric of Wilson. Cedric Wilson. I I think he can still show you some more. Th- or maybe, I, given the time, I think there is possibility and to really find out if that is really his peak or not. But I think it's too soon to say he's reached his peak. I will throw this in there, though. I don't think there's another receiver. You go back to last season, I don't think there was a receiver on this team other than Gallup that really gave you a consistent threat downfield. Like, he was their best downfield threat. I don't think Cedric's going to give you that. So he brings that to the table that I think is unique. like three games. I know, but I'm saying, like, that's his game. Like, he's a guy that's a deep threat option. Who else is going to give you that? Who else does that consistently? If this is is, Well, he's gone. (laughs) We we think he might be gone. If this is what we're doing, it needs to be CD. And I honestly feel like the, the argument is so toxic about what to do with Amari like the CD's got to step up. Like honestly, and I think he's a really good player, but like in relation to the hype and the like my god, I can't believe the league let him fall to 17. He hasn't lived up to that in my opinion. And especially with Jordan Jefferson drafted behind him just setting the league on fire. And he's got a good receiver, a good route running veteran receiver across from him too. Yeah. And, and Adam Thielen. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So, does, yeah. you know, I just the, this is this is about CD for me. It should be CD. And again, Kellen Moore, find a way, find a way to do it, man. I mean, like he is a very talented receiver. He's your number one in a world where Amari's not here. I'm not worried about Gallup and Cedric Wilson. Yeah. So that's where I look. He and he had a he caught a touchdown on a go ball against the Giants in like week whatever it was, like week six. 
And it was like one of the only like long downfield touchdowns I can remember him ever scoring. And that, that, like that needs to be an element of his game. There's so much stuff he needs to be able to do. I Patriots, just think about that play that he got hurt on. Patriots, the crossing route. You're right. Deep yeah. cross. You're right. I think about that play that he got hurt on, and I'm just like, man, that little level of athleticism. Oh, Gallup. Cedric doesn't have that. He just doesn't have that. That I think this guy has a little more. I don't know. Cedric had a spinning touchdown against Carolina. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, that. It, you think it was better than that catch that he got hurt? That that the catch no, that I mean, Gallup got hurt. That was an outstanding play. And by the way, he it. does that on the sideline. Pretty, he makes some catches no, he's on the, the sideline. Guy he makes some catches no, no, no. on the sideline. It's just like, like, how did he make that catch? Like, his Mike, level of athleticism, I think, is just Mike has really, really nowhere good. near the frame of Dez, but is like his ability yeah. to go get the ball is comparable, in my opinion, which yeah. is crazy to say. His touchdown against the Saints. Hey. His touchdown against the Cardinals while tearing his ACL. Yeah. I mean, I, Michael Gallup's best play like that. Ninety-five percent of the world didn't see. We saw the it. Fence? The fence. The fence. The world yeah. saw it. That's true. We, we, <laughs> we no, videoed the yeah, whole we thing. We did get a good yeah, video of it. Yeah. Remember, oh. they flipped over yeah. the fence, yeah. and then the, the best part was the next day. There was no fence. <laughs> right. Get rid of that fence. <laughs> I was like, get rid of this thing. <laughs> Probably. What's we'll that? The media there. There's no fans. Like, like, what, <laughs> right. what do we got the fence for? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't get credit for how athletic he really is. Yeah, got that shot. Yeah. And also. ACLs are easier to come back from than they ever have been, but right. it's still it gives you pause when you're like, okay, we're rolling with a guy that's probably going to miss training camp, yeah, and letting go of, in my opinion, one of the ten or twelve best receivers in the league to yeah. do it. Yeah. Scary. All right, we appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back. Uh, next we got week. how many of your guys do we get to? Like two, four. four. We got the the receivers, <laughs> okay? Because Amber killed the show, but that's okay. That's okay. We got. You know what? Of time hey, y'all we keep talking. We need to talk. I mean, I'm about to send a message here to uh, William to name this show, and it's going to be about Amari. Yeah, it has to that's be. Our like, best that's argument. We, yeah, that's where we spent most of our time, and it got pretty got pretty lively in here too. So okay. it's good. So now looks like you need to be setting the the show now. You're welcome for a better show than just <laughs> who we're we keeping hey, from. By the way, by the way, feel free to, to program all of these oh, shows. Yeah, yeah. I am so I would be so happy <laughs> no. if you gave me a rundown no, every week. You. I will follow I'm your sure script. I'm sure people appreciate it. The Amari talk rather than a Jeremy Sprinkle. Or... You're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I don't know. All right, appreciate you guys, Joe. So we'll be back next week. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been the Break Live on DallasCowboys.com Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!